The New York Islanders put on a sluggish performance against the Philadelphia Flyers. Thankfully, it's only preseason. We'll break down the key takeaways from the game, preview the preseason finale, and talk a little bit about Semyon Varlamov's season and what to expect. All that and more on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Sart tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian. And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. And welcome, everybody, to the Friday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I want to thank everyone who makes Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube wherever you get your podcasts so you can get new episodes as soon as they drop. And you can now hear us on SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just do a search for Locked on Islanders. We have got a lot to discuss on today's show. But first, if there's something Islanders related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, maybe a topic you'd like us to discuss in a future episode, feel free to send us an email. The email address is LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we discuss whatever topic you want us to discuss. You can also follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnIsles, and you can follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at IceWars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We will keep you up to date on all things Islanders all season long. And uh, I am also live tweeting during nearly every Islanders home and road game. Always great to talk Islanders hockey, game time or any time, so definitely reach out during uh, the game or whenever, and uh, let's talk some Isles. The Islanders face the Philadelphia Flyers Thursday in Philly and absolutely looked Lost final score in this one five to two, but I guess the question is, was it even that close? And you know, there's a lot of takeaways from this game for sure, but not enough of them are good. I mean, yeah, Carlson Kuhlman scored on a breakaway, that was nice. Uh, Gave the Islanders that one to nothing lead, but the next four goals were all scored by Philly, including one on a five-on-three. The penalty box parade uh, a little, a little too much in this game. Ross Johnston headed off. Samuel Bolduc, uh, Julian Gauthier, Casey Sezikis. That was what created the five-on-three. It was just a little too sloppy, and again, the power play not getting much done under the circumstances on the few times they had a chance. But here, here, look, 
I am not going to overreact to this game and this performance. You're still dealing with a lot of players who are unlikely to be in the, the opening day lineup. And I would say about half the players on this team fit that category uh, against Philly. Arno Durando, Brian Pinho, Simon Holmstrom, Kyle McLean, William Dufour, Carlson Kuhlman, Matthew Maggio, Ross Johnston. That's, you know, eight players among the forwards alone who are not likely to open the season with the Islanders or could be a black ace. Uh, and I didn't even include Julian Gauthier in that. On defense, Paul Ledoux played. And then you had both Sebastian Ajo and Samuel Bolduc in the lineup. You didn't have uh, you didn't have Pelik or Polak. They didn't play. You had basically, you know, one player on defense who probably won't be on this team when the season starts. But you had two players on defense who, you know, one of the uh, of the duo of Bolduc and Aho is not going to be. They're both not going to be in the lineup together barring injury, but too many quality scoring chances given up, too many mistakes, too many defensive breakdowns, and look, I, you, you know me, I want to see some of these young players get more of an opportunity, but getting the job done without the puck, you saw it last night against the Flyers, when you've got that many forwards on the ice who are struggling defensively, and most of the guys that were struggling are guys who are not going to be on this team, most likely, when the season gets underway. I mean, William Dufour was a minus two in this game. Simon Holmstrom, a minus two. Uh, yeah, J.G. Pajot and Casey Zizekas were as well. So was Noah Dobson, who looked a step slow all game long in the defensive zone and needs to play better. We talked about Sebastian Ajo and how well he played in the last game. No shots on goal, a minus one in this game. Alexander Romanov, a minus two. The defense just looked out of sync, out of position, and out of place. And... I'm not saying there weren't bright spots. Wallstrom had an assist. Durando had an assist. I talked about the breakaway goal by Kuhlman. Pinho put home an easy goal. <coughs> Poor Ross Johnston, in addition to taking a penalty, ended up taking a puck to the face at one point in the third period. The, the overall problem is that just this team didn't have it. And when you're outshot, by a Philadelphia Flyers team. And yeah, the Flyers were playing more of their regular guys in this game. But you're outshot 31-16 to in the game. That's 2-1 to against a Flyers team that, quite honestly, is not expected to be even a contender for a playoff spot. And that is definitely a cause for concern. This Islanders team... Just didn't look ready, hungry, coordinated, and smart. And yeah, it's preseason. I'm not panicking. <clears throat> but I am certainly concerned. And the other concern I have is this. 
This is the third preseason game that Semyon Varlamov has played, and he went all the way in this one. And no, you know, not all of the five goals that were given up were his fault. Uh, the team certainly did not support him defensively, and, and no doubt about that. But what we didn't see enough of from Semyon Varlamov was, you know, the big save that when the team in front of him makes a mistake, you bail them out, you pick them up, you, you, you give them a little uh, relief from the stress of making that error that leads to a scoring chance. We just didn't see enough. And in the three games he's played this preseason, he had a terrible start in the first game against the Rangers, didn't particularly look great in his second game, and didn't particularly look great in his third game. So you want to see more. Look, Varley, and we're going to talk about him more later on in the show. Every day, as you know, we're doing our player-by-player look at the Islanders roster and what we can expect from each player. So today it's Varlamov. Uh, But, you know, you got to have a better performance, a more consistent performance from your backup goalie. And it's hard to be the backup goalie. Let's face it. Uh, you, you don't have uh, the rhythm that a starting goalie is going to have. You have to be sharp playing once, maybe twice a week, uh, depending on the schedule, or once every 10 days. It's not easy. But Varlamov, you know, he's played every other game this preseason, and he just hasn't looked sharp. Islanders will close out their preseason tonight at the UBS Arena against the New Jersey Devils. We'll certainly talk more about that on Monday's show as we get ready for final roster cuts and waiver moves and all those things that are going to happen next week. But let me say this. I think we'll see more of the regulars on uh, you know, tonight's game, in tonight's game. But we've got to see a better performance. This team has got to go out there and set a tone for this is the way we want to play once the season starts. They sure as heck did not do that in this game, and they need to do it uh, against the Devils. They don't have to win, but they have to play smart hockey, and they didn't do that last night in Philly. All right, we have got more to get to on today's show. We're going to talk about some good news concerning the salary cap, not this year, but next year, but we'll talk a little bit about why that's important. We'll have our look at Semyon Varlamov and uh, our Islanders' birthday of the day, a former Islanders captain who played with the team in the late 1990s and into the early half of the 2000s. Let's see if you can guess who that is. We've got all that and more still to come on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by your friends at Bird Dogs. Bird Dogs make you look good. Their stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg to give you that truly sculpted look. Bird Dog shorts do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but they fit way better. And, you know, regular shorts are made of a stiff, restricting cotton, but Bird Dogs fix this by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khakis, but stretches so you get that slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement and bird dogs uses anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry 
all day long. Bird dogs are functional for anything from a workout to going out. So definitely got to check them out. All right. Now, go to birddogs.com slash LockedOnNHL. Enter promo code LockedOnNHL, one word, at checkout. You'll get a free Bird Dogs water bottle with your order. That's birddogs.com slash LockedOnNHL. For a free water bottle at checkout, you won't want to take your Bird Dogs off. We promise you. So, Commissioner Gary Bettman, everybody's favorite uh, bureaucrat, but anyway, uh, Commissioner Gary Bettman making a statement on Thursday that I think is basically some good news, not just for the Islanders, but for all 32 teams in the NHL. And again, this is a preliminary indication, but it looks like the salary cap is going up this year, uh, you know, for, for 2024 2025 by a nice little amount. Bettman saying that the cap should be somewhere between 87 and 88 million dollars for next year. And, you know, that's pretty good because it's an increase of three and a half to four and a half million dollars. And that will give the Islanders a little more flexibility. Now, you have Matt Martin. Cal Clutterbuck, uh, Sebastian Ajo, all unrestricted free agents after next year. So will Carson Kuhlman and Paul Ledoux. Arno Durando, uh, unless he plays enough games this year, will also be a Group 6 UFA. And then the restricted free agents that the Islanders would need to re-sign, Wallstrom, Salo, and Chalowski, if they want to bring them back on the team. Now, as of right now, the Islanders' contracts are worth a little more than $83.5 million. Uh, that includes Ross Johnston, so we don't still don't know what's going to happen with that, but it basically would give the Islanders about $3.5 million to work with if they bring you know, all the players who are still under contract back, if you get rid of uh, Johnston by bringing, putting him down in Bridgeport or by either trading him or someone claiming him on waivers, you get a little more than $4.5 million, give or take, uh, on the cap. And you think about that, it doesn't give the Islanders a lot of room, but it certainly gives them a little bit more flexibility. And look, so many different things can happen between now and a year from now <clears throat> as far as trades, as far as uh, players being bought out. I mean, how, how many players will have just one year left on their deals next year? Well, Brock Nelson, Kyle Palmieri, uh, Julian Gauthier, Hudson Fashing, they'll all have one year left. Uh, you'll, you'll have Noah Dobson, Alexander Romanov, and Samuel Bolduc with one year left before they become restricted free agents. But <clears throat> realistically, you have a situation where, you know, if you trade away or buy out one player, then you've got enough money to start thinking about bringing in a bigger name or at least to entertain that possibility 
Obviously, the question remains, how does Lula Morello handle it? Certainly, how the Islanders perform this year will go a long way toward determining what this team does. But, you know, if Oliver Wallstrom has a good year, you can re-sign him with that available cap money. I, I know what Islander fans are thinking, you know... It, it, Lou Lamorello don't re-sign Cal Clutterbuck and Matt Martin to three- or four-year deals at $1.5 million per. Yeah, I get it. I don't think that's going to be the case, but again, we'll see. But if the Islanders can play their cards right, you may have enough room to bring back some players or to bring in a player or two, and that is certainly a, a good thing. Briefly wanted to talk a little bit more about tonight's game against the Devils. Obviously, with Varlamov playing uh, last night against Philadelphia, does Lane Lambert go with uh, a full 60-minute performance by Ilya Sorokin? That is definitely a possibility. Or do you want Varlamov out there for a period or more just to try to give him a little more confidence to start the season off a stronger performance. At this stage in his career, I don't think that's essential for a veteran like Varlamov. I think he'll be fine, but I really do want to... He's got to play better than he did in the preseason. Let's let's put it that way. And then the other thing is, you know, do you give a last look to some of these kids? Are you going the route of, okay, we're going to see Matthew Maggio one more time, Ruslan Ishkov one more time. Uh, you know, do we look at Arno Durando and, and William Dufour one more time, or do we go with something closer to the lineup that we want to have out there uh, on opening night and see how the chemistry develops? I'll be watching to see where Andrews Lee plays. Is he back on the first line or back on the third line? That's another question. I still think he's not ideally suited to play with Bo Horvat. Uh, you know, we want to take a look at Bolduc and Aho, but do we get a look at both of them in this game again? Uh, certainly, you want to see Julian Gauthier and Oliver Wallstrom and uh, Hudson Fashing and, and the players who are battling for that possible last roster spot, all of these things have to be taken into consideration over the course of this game, and hopefully, uh, you know, we'll see a better quality of play from this team tonight at home against the Devils. You know, the NHL season starts next week. Locked On has put together the ultimate season preview for the Eastern Conference. You could find the episode available now on the Locked On Islanders podcast feed. And it's going to feature me uh, both talking about the Islanders and interviewing some of the other hosts from around the league uh, about their team. So definitely check that out wherever you get Locked On Islanders. We've got more to get to. We have our Islanders' birthday today. We will take a look at Semyon Varlamov and what to expect from him this year. All that and more next on the Locked On Islanders podcast. When you're drafting your fantasy team, do you ever wish you could do the same thing with your business team? Well, if 
you're building a roster to win the league, you need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Don't spend multiple hours on job sites, multiple job sites, looking for candidates with the right skills when you could do it all with Indeed. Find top talent fast with Indeed's suite of powerful hiring tools like instant match assessments and virtual interviews. And Indeed's U.S. data shows that over 80% of Indeed employers find quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match their job description the moment they sponsor a job. Indeed knows when you're growing your own business, you have to make every dollar count. That's why with Indeed, you only pay for quality applications that match your must-have job requirements. Visit Indeed.com slash locked on to start hiring now. Just go to Indeed.com slash locked on. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application pricing not available for everyone. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So we continue our player-by-player look at the Islanders and uh, everydayers. You know, yesterday, uh, we were talking about Ryan Polak. Today, it's time for Semyon Varlamov. Varlamov, now 35 years old. He will turn 36 in late April. And he just re-signed that four-year extension at $2.75 million per year. That is the... uh, the average cap hit there each year. Last year, sort of a mixed bag, 11-9 and 2, two shutouts, a 2-7-0 goals against average, a 9-13 save percentage. And just to tell you, those numbers are pretty close to his career numbers. For his career, a 9-16 save percentage and a 2.65 goals against average. We didn't see a lot of Varley down the stretch. I think he only played in three of the last 22 games for this team, mostly because the Islanders needed every point to get into the playoffs last year, and they were relying heavily on Ilya Sorokin. I would like to see Varley play closer to 30 games this year. So if it's 52 starts and 30 starts, I think that allows Sorokin to be more rested and ready to play, and I think it would just be... Uh, a, a smarter move. Obviously, the key, though, as far as the Islanders are concerned, is not to need every point or for Varlamov to play well enough that they're so confident with him in goal that they don't mind, you know, playing him in any particular situation. Look, Varlamov, 6'2, 206, still good size, still, uh, you know, has good reflexes, play, has a tendency occasionally to play a little bit too far back in the goal. We definitely did see a little bit of that last night against the Flyers. But overall, Varley, reliable, doesn't get too high when he's playing well, doesn't get too low when he's slumping, and has a, you know, I think his teammates respect him and know what they're going to get from Semyon Varlamov. So, there is an advantage to that. And, you know, as far as backups go, I think Varley and Sorokin are one of the top. I'm not saying they're the best, but they're in the conversation, at least, uh, as far as being one of the top goaltending duos in this league. Uh, I, I think with Varlamov, you're really looking at a guy who's, uh, right now, 
reliable and you just hope he doesn't start falling off because of his age. I think at 35, you'll get another season or two of him at a solid level. But if he doesn't, I think this team could be in trouble because you don't have a proven NHL goaltender. Look, Corey Schneider announced his retirement, uh, although earlier he had said he wanted to play in Europe. You, you know, you they this team needs Varley this year. Uh, otherwise, they're going to have to trade for another backup if anything happens to him. Uh, you know, because who are you going to go with? Tristan Lennox, Jakob Skarek. Uh, not easy to figure out. Ken Appleby, not easy to figure out who the alternative would be. All right, time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day. And, you know, this is a popular player uh, from the late 90s and early 2000s. Uh, today is the 49th birthday of former Islanders defenseman and captain Kenny Janssen. Janssen, drafted by the Maple Leafs, 12th overall, first round back in 1993, came to North America in 94-95, Spent uh, part of two seasons with the Leafs and then was dealt to the Islanders in 95-96. Stayed with the Isles through the 03-04 season and then headed back to his native Sweden. And in 686 career games, 63 goals, 267 points, uh, and 298 penalty minutes, add 19 Playoff games, 15 of them with the Isles, one goal, four points, six penalty minutes, all four points coming as a member of the Isles. Janssen, a good puck-moving defenseman, 6'3", 205, strong positionally, but not the most physical defenseman, but he really knew how to pass and how to uh, operate with the puck. Best season as an Islander, 97-98, 14 goals, 40 points, had another 10-goal year, in 2001-2002. One of his better games with the Islanders, how about November 26th, 1997, at the Nassau Veterans Memorial Coliseum. The Rangers are the visitors. Mike Richter, the goalie for the Rangers. Tommy Sallow in goal for the Islanders. And in this game, it's Kenny Janssen picking up the game-winning goal as the Islanders beat the Rangers by a score of 4-1. to one. Janssen also had an assist. He was a plus one and scored on his only shot in this game. He ended up assisting on the clinching power play goal by Robert Reichel, who, by the way, had a hat trick in this game. But Janssen with a goal and an assist, and his goal was the game winner. So, happy birthday, to Kenny Janssen, 49 years old today. He is our Islanders' birthday of the day. I want to thank everyone for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Every dayers, Monday on the show, we'll wrap up the preseason. We will continue our player-by-player -player look at the Islanders with Brock Nelson. Until then, have a great weekend, everybody. Stay safe, and of course, let's go Islanders.